Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets. With me on this Monday, as always, is my all-the-time husband. Part-time regional abacus salesman. <laughs> oh, the abacus. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people are buying. Gen Z's bringing the abacus It's a back. seller's market. Oh, okay. I feel like this is something the youth might be into. I don't know. Honestly, I don't care that I don't believe in Gen Z. We have uh, more than a few children that are part of Gen Z. I know, I know. You don't believe in them? No. <laughs> As a principle? They've not proven themselves yet. Well, that's for sure. All they do is spend my money. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. Check our banking account and you'll see the debits mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that belong to our children. Um, how are you? I'm a little groggy. Did you take a little nicky nap? I had a little nap. And... I didn't wake up gently. Oh, did somebody wake you up? I don't know what happened. I, w- I woke up a little bit grumpy, so I'm probably going to be pessimistic. Oh, great. Should we just stop right now and wait till a happier time you in life? You would. <laughs> hey, you know, July is almost over, and that means mm-hmm. it's almost your birthday month. That's true. That's true. And by the way, Nobody needs to get me anything that's more than fifty dollars. That's let's draw the line there. We are officially, according to the zodiac calendar, we're into Leo season. How are mm-hmm. you feeling about it? Roar. Good. Roar. You should roar it up in Leo season. Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. This is also the season where I wear no underwear. Is it? That makes mm-hmm. sense. It's so freaking hot outside. Take all the layers off you can get away with. Take it off. 
we have, well, at first we thought we were going to have a respite with some rain coming up. But did you see rain continue on to the forecast? Or is yeah. it? Okay. Um, yeah. You know, it wasn't cool out, but it no. was rainy. So yeah. that's always a, that's always a plus. Listen, listen to me. I know I'm weird, but give me hot, give me humid, give me oh, a yeah. rain shower. Like, I think I was meant for the tropics, even though I'm quite Scottish-Irish in my uh, my physical embodiment. I'm, I'm, I don't know what I am, because I've, we figured out, like, not that long ago, that I'm more Irish than anything else, and evidently black Irish. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Eastern European block. We've always suspected, well, which plays into the Black Irish. We've always suspected some type of Mediterranean yes, influence because of so. the tonal qualities of my skin. Got that olive skin. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever, whatever it is, I think sometimes we are a thing because ancestrally we were, and yeah. sometimes we are a thing because ancestrally we hated what we were. Ah, okay. It's packed into my DNA to, like, look, Scotland, it rains a lot. It's mm-hmm. very, like, moist. It's not so much warm. No, it's very wet in the Scottish Isles. Mm-hmm. And so, like, somewhere packed in my DNA is like, okay, fine, be moist, but be warm and moist. Yeah, <laughs> we've had enough. We've done our time with the cold. Yes. Good. Okay. Hey, you know, Mondays, we like to talk about things that we're watching. The word alert. Reading. Say it again. Word alert. Listening. Do it. I don't want to say you're it You're supposed to say it every time. No. Yeah, you're bossing you've me never, around, but I'll not tolerate you've that. You've never been a cheerleader and it shows. Um, I, I've never been a cheerleader. No. I've been your cheerleader, though it's never been accepted. Okay. <laughs> you watched a couple of really interesting and some... Emmy nominated shows. I did in the past. I did. Week. That's you know. I live the, I live the high life when yeah. it comes to television, which you- basically just means I drink Miller Lite. <laughs> Wait, isn't there a high life beer, or is that just an ad campaign for a it's, beer? I believe it's an ad campaign. For- I don't know. I don't. I'm not a beer guy. No, you're not. I'm not a beer girl. Although the very first time, I that- am a beer boy. <laughs> The first time I saw you, I in, like to wear a cherub's diaper. Yeah, they don't often wear them, but I do because yeah. when you are drinking beer, you got to pee a lot, <laughs> and who's got time for that? The first time I laid eye upon you, I was naked. Nope, it was the month of Leo. No, both of those things are untrue. Although I wouldn't hate either. I of was them. naked with a cold beer and a stick horse. And what were you doing? Riding the stick horse and yelling with great frivolity. I thought you were maybe roaring. No, no. Like a lion. No, I reserve my roars. Okay, well, the first time I saw you, uh, I spent about five minutes at a college house party that so you were she at. Says. I was in and out. I was uncomfortable. She ran through like she was, uh, in fact, one of your nicknames in college was the Roofie Fairy because. <laughs> You didn't approve of people drinking, so you went through parties dropping roofies in everybody's drinks. Absolute slander. Shut your mouth. (laughs) That is not true. Um, I was such a goody-goody in a goody-two-shoes. I literally didn't know how to be at a party, even though there was no, like, there was nothing raucous or, um, you know, toga party or what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, Nothing scandalous was happening. People were literally listening to music and standing around drinking beer. You had a beer in your hand, and mm-hmm. I was like, Mm-mm. oh, no, he's drinking a oh, beer. No. <laughs> I guess I'll visit him in hell. <laughs> 
And now we uh, And now share, you're a lush. Yes, yes. Now we enjoy our, our alcoholic bevies on the daily. Mm-hmm. I don't call them that. No, you shouldn't, but I do. Okay, you shouldn't either. Okay. Now, let's get back to the task at hand. Back to the episode. Meanwhile, back at the episode... Yes. You were going to tell us about... You watched some critically acclaimed good yes, television this week. going to because you were telling me to, right? Mm-hmm. That's how that works? Yes. I watched Severance. Yeah. It's like... It's nominated for like 14 Emmys. I didn't even know there were that many Emmys yes. to well, be now nominated you know. for. And I hope you're happy because Severance is like a oh. sweep of the nominations anyway. It should. It should. It is well-written. Very creatively written. I, my, I think the older I get... Which, believe it or not, I keep getting older. Um, it's a hell of a thing. Mm-hmm. The older I get, the more deeply appreciative I become of the unsung writer. Yeah. These are the people who are making it happen. Yeah. The writing, I, th- I thought, was excellent. The Of all of the actors on this show, and correct me if I'm wrong, there were like two that were recognizable? There's more than that, if I may. Well, I so I know who Adam Scott is. He yeah. will forever be Derek from Step Brothers. Not to mention from his time on Parks and Rec. Yeah, but before that... What was his name on... He was Derek on okay. Step Brothers, and that's who he will always be to me. Okay, also, how about John Turturro? You know how to make your shoulder stop hurting? That whole <laughs> thing, that was hilarious. And then the awkward hug yes. at the end of the movie... Um, and then, yes, the the incomparable John Turturro. And yes, 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 I'm sorry. Um, Christopher Walken is the third. He's easy to forget because he's not quite, quite as wackadoo in this as his normal role is. But beyond them... Patricia Arquette? She's not somebody... I know the what? name. Just, hey, put your... take. Stop it. Okay. You put on your judgy pants. Okay. Put them back in the closet. It's not time for them. She is not somebody, I know the name, I know who it is, kind of, but it's like, I couldn't, I can't tell you a thing that I've seen her in. That's okay. But so I just do don't she's view a, like, a her. Actress. Well, sure, there's a lot of people that are famous for a lot of things that we have no idea about. Yeah. I just, earlier, was watching a YouTube channel about a guy buying an airplane, and... Mm-hmm. There were many people in that video who, undoubtedly, there's lots of people that know. One of them was the regional sales director for a specific airplane. Everybody in the region that buys an airplane knows this asshole. I didn't know him. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. I've not seen him in any other videos. (laughs) (laughs) This is on Apple TV. It's also famously involved with Ben Stiller. He directed many of the episodes. I did notice that. Another person who I can't say their first name... Aife, maybe? A-O-I-F-E. It's mostly, their name's mostly vowels, and I don't know how, what to do with that. Oife? McCardle. M- McCardle. That's the other, okay. I'm trying to imagine. McCardle sounds distinctly from a region of the world. but Ireland. The other, maybe that other name that I can't pronounce either. It's also Gaelic for sure. But Ben Stiller. Okay. Everyone can say Ben Stiller. Everybody can, although that's probably not his real name. Probably not. Okay. Very, very interesting, fascinating directing in this series. Eh. 
no, no offense. I don't know any directors, so I don't feel guilty saying this. But I feel like, I mean, you're just kind of like the the pre K teacher. You just you, you kind of got to rein the talent in. But then again, looking at this, looking at this cast, these seem like very business like actors mm-hmm. that probably didn't take. I'm, I'm basically what I'm saying is they could have directed themselves. So I don't give any credit to the director. Okay, that's fair. Call me a jerk. All right. Do it. Okay, you jerk. Thanks. Good show. Good, uh, interesting plot twists and turns. Uh, absolute cliffhanger of a, of a last episode for the first season. Really good. I, I struggle to imagine who wouldn't like this mm-hmm. and whether or not I would allow them to call themselves a friend. Oh, dang. Okay. It's not a comedy by any means. But, but there are some very funny parts. Yeah. I guess you could maybe call it like a dark comedy a domedy some people call it dramedy where it's a drama and a comedy mixed together all right some people wear pants during the season of leo i don't know (laughs) you don't know what to do about that i don't um you wrapped that up and we were looking through since we had we're like okay apple tv it reminded me anyway Oh, hey, there's other streaming platforms beyond Netflix, Hulu, and Prime. But we had just watched this. No, wait. What was that on? What? What was Severance on? Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. So I was, yeah, I was just going to say, then I I was arguing with myself. Wait, don't embarrass yourself on the mic, you idiot. Okay. Stupid. No, yeah, that's the first time I've ever watched Apple TV. I think you're right. It is. I've watched a couple of series on I there. I was just telling you. Yes. That's the truth. I, I will confirm. I didn't need for you to the confirmation. check the records and okay. approve or disapprove. I have receipts. That was your first Apple TV experience. Uh-huh. Well, I was going to have you watch a different show that was over on HBO Max, but you did a little pa- a soft pass on that. What show was that? Uh, succession. Yeah. You're not here for the workplace well, tension in this moment of your life. That's, yeah, that's a part of it. Also, I remember it, it feels like eons ago when this was first available on the streaming services. Mm-hmm. And it's probably a great show. I'm not by any means besmirching any mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. It just didn't something that sounded really interesting to me then or now. And then as, yes, as you mentioned, um, life circumstances being what they are, drama in the workplace isn't something that gets me thrilled right now. Yeah, exactly. But while we were on the HBO Max application on... We found that Max After Dark. That's where they do the dirty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if you'll like this or not. It is definitely it is a pirate. Porn. No, it is a pirate story, and I've heard many good things about it. Our flag means death. There was no full front. There actually, there was oh. no, not full frontal. Oh, okay. Um, there was definitely side boob. Mm, okay. Of men. Oh, oh of men. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's pirates, mm-hmm. and while there's always a female pirate in the mix. She's usually pretending to be a man. Yeah. And that was the case here. Yeah. Later, she did become uh, herself as a woman, but it so rattled everyone on board that they just continued to call her Jim. Okay. That's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, uh, this is an interesting show. Um, it's, it's definitively a spoofy thing. 
yeah. on pirates, and they definitively took the easy way out. And the the, the main that they're making fun of is Steed Bonnet. Yes. And if you know anything of pirate lore, mm-hmm. he was a bit of a of a buffoon. Yes. As the as the story goes, both in quote unquote real history and for sure this show, yeah, is that he was uh, he was someone born into wealth, but was bored with it and ended up abandoning his family to. Go try his hand at pirating. Yeah. So they really play heavily into that theme uh, all the way to the point of him being identified as the gentleman pirate. Mm -hmm. Then they have him cross paths with Blackbeard, which is also semi-accurate to history. It's entertaining enough, very quirky, very quirky characters all about they chose well i can't maybe 3 quarters of the way through the season or so they they there'd been a lot of hints at well they're gay pirates mm-hmm. and then they they chose to really lean hard into that and i had i don't know i guess i wasn't on any pirate ship to know for sure um it's a little awkward to me, I don't. I don't know that it was done well, and, and, and I love pirates and pirate history too much, and it just felt too inauthentic at that point. Okay, I was. I was a little disappointed that that was the direction that they chose to go with it. Apart from that plot point, was it fun just to see the the sort of like spoofing on the pirate a little genre? A little. Okay. I guess if I had to, you know, look at the whole gamut of things to watch and should you watch this or not it's yeah. like well only if if you're like running out of things to watch yeah it's you it's not like you'll be angry later you'll know it'll it'll be better than as stupid as it seems like it's going to be okay yeah the parts that i watched were which were not many because i i fell mm-hmm. asleep pretty quickly as you watched uh were freaking hilarious so there's some good humor mixed in i'll yes. tell you and i can't pronounce these names reese darby okay that's pronounced Reese. Yes. Okay. It's spelled R-Y-H-S, which is not how I would spell Reese. Yeah. I tend to think more of the Reese who is famous for his pieces. <laughs> Perfect. He, uh, again, I affiliate people with where I first remembered seeing them. He was in Yes Man yeah. with Jim Carrey and was such a goober there as well. Yeah. He's uh, He's a... He plays that role well. Yes. Good. Good, good. So you, you, you are completest on both of these series. You've yeah. completely watched what's out there of yeah. those two. Which is amazing because three out of the last seven nights, it's been like as soon as as my fat ass cheeks hit the bed, I was out cold. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the other but the other, nights. the other four nights, it was like, all right, we're here for the duration. <laughs> so last night, we fell Pray to Netflix's um, algorithm, to their recommendation mm. system, and they yeah. are very invested they're in... They're persistent. That's why they're losing a million viewers oh a month gosh, or whatever Netflix the story is. Netflix is a sinking ship. They're it's fine. big trouble. They're fine. They're not going anywhere. Okay. Well... I think, in honesty, in full honesty, full disclosure, Your Honor, mm-hmm. I think what we're seeing is their own version of ferreting out the bots like Twitter is supposedly doing right now. Okay. Yeah. I think they've been bullshitting on a lot of things, and yeah. they're like, hey, we, we got to clean this up. Mom's coming. 
Yeah, because they've been counting those little previews, the the pre-rolls that they play that you're right. not actually watching. Right. Yeah. yeah, he watched that 30 times while he took a leak. Earlier. Yeah, exactly. Well, That's impressive work, sir. That's a long pee. <laughs> That's a very long piece. Very impressive. Well, they've got this Netflix original film, The Gray Man, and they have really been marketing the hell out of this. It's everywhere you look. It stars Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. You love to say his name like that. Yeah. Chris Evans. And one of your genuine, not sarcastic, genuine favorite actors, Billy Bob Thornton. I do enjoy some Billy Bob. Yes. Um, amongst other people, it is a sort of CIA kind of it's adjacent. Yeah, yeah it's it's action secret group. Movie. It's very very predictable. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a guy that was a prisoner and he was recruited out of jail to come be a special killing machine mm-hmm. kind of a gig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, there were so many things about this show. And again, maybe this is my age showing through. I need there to be more believability in what's going on than than what was going on there. And not from the facet of, like, well, nobody has superpowers. I don't right. know if that's the theme of a show. I can I can go that route. Right. It's, uh, so I, I don't know if you know this or not. But my first 11 years as a professional person... I was a football coach. Oh, is that right? That's true. What level were you at? You never saw me because I was coaching. I just came home sometimes and then we made out. Yeah. And ate pizza. And then I would eat pizza and ice cream and have a blood test the next morning and the doctor would think I was on my deathbed. That actually happened once. You love tricking doctors. Mm Mm-hmm. It's your favorite trolling experiment. That's uh, that's one of my. That was the first gang I formed. The oh. name of the gang was Trickin' Doctors. <laughs> You're dumb. Okay, that's true. Keep going though. You did coach. I coached ball, and yes. so I understand some things At about the collegiate level human physics. Yes, and there's a big difference in being ripped versus being very strong and muscular. Right, and while Ryan Gosling is very ripped in that role, and that's attractive to people. Um, the physics of what they had him do, they, it was too much of a stretch for me. And I, I just really wrestled with that. It's like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. Like when you look at the classic spy flicks mm-hmm. that are out there, like the James Bond series. Up until Daniel Craig, the most recent James Bond, nobody really had any musculature. Yeah. But it was it was fine because James Bond wasn't a muscle man out there beating people down to to save the day. No, he that wasn't you the had thing. Connery with his judo chop and mm, some things like mm. that. But it was more gadgets and intelligence and things that fit the physical body and mind of the of the person there. Yeah, this just felt it felt like a lie. Yeah, okay. It was hard to get into it. So I still watched it because. I mean, it's Ryan Gosling. He's beautiful. <laughs> so you're mostly a thumbs down on this one, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a thing like you got nothing else to do. Yeah. Go ahead. You'll, it'll, it's redeeming enough. You have a few quirky phrases here and there. Yeah. All okay. that. But it wasn't great. 
I forgot until this very moment that on Friday, I took our twins to see Paws of Fury. Paws of Fury. Which is an animated feature film. In the mm-hmm. I took them to the was theater. Was it believable? It was animated, so. So it was believable? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's a glowing endorsement. Honestly, there's been a lot of sort of negative reviews on this Try one. Try Dr. Thunder Cola. It's not as bad as you'll think it's Look, going to be. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Pause of Fury is the Dr. Thunder version of Kung Fu Panda. Mm, of course. Okay, it's the same storyline. It's rehashed. Yeah. But I will tell you this. Okay. Pause of Fury is in the same family tree as Shrek. Okay, it's an animated movie with very famous people doing the voice acting. Mm-hmm. And although the movie is ostensibly for kids and kids will love it, the twins absolutely freaking loved it. They were laughing their little nine year old booties off. Mm-hmm. It's also got a lot of adult humor packed in. So if you are watching with your children in the theater at home, you're going to get some giggles out of it, too. And look. For my for my viewpoint on it, this movie, Pause of Fury, it's not a great film. It's not memorable, but it did exactly what it promised to do. Just what you hired it for. Exactly. Which exactly. was get out of the house on a Friday afternoon yes. for a few minutes. Right. And we did, and it was fun. And the twins, the twins have seen like three movies in the past few months. I know. They're turning into real movie hounds. They're going to be taking over the Roger and Ebert... Wait. Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert, yeah. I was like, as soon as I said it, I was like, Roger nope. and Hammerstein. No, <laughs> Roger not, and Hammerstein. Wrong They're thing. writing musicals and they taking over will. Broadway. They probably will. No, but seriously, especially I like to go to the, to the movies with them because J.K. is definitely of the two. He is the movie critic. He loves yeah. movies. He loves to think about movies, cosplay movies. I took him a while back. And you, you know did. what my favorite part was? What? It was also J.K., it was. He's a very detail-oriented yes. young man. Mm-hmm. Watching him fuss over... This is a theater that has recliners yes. that are motorized. <laughs> yes. Fussing over the controls and yes. back and forth, moving like quarter of an inch at mm-hmm. a time. But he can't find the sweet spot. Yes. It was, uh, yeah. it was very sweetly frustrating. Yes. I enjoyed it. I will tell you that the twins and I... We are the only people in the whole theater. That's never happened nice. to me before. <laughs> that happened to me once when I was like, gosh, like in third grade or something. Mm. And uh, even still, I went with my friend Justin, who was, he was a bit of a problem child. Even with just the two of us in the theater, uh, one of the theater managers had to come in and sit behind us. Oh, dang. Yeah, it was... Uh, Y'all were being we rowdy. Were really close to being kicked out, which mm. would have meant they had to turn off the whole damn theater. Right, 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 right. Okay. Because it's not like a bear pooping in the woods. Mm. If there's nobody in the theater, they can't play a movie. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is how I see it anyway. Okay, all right. Um, okay, reading-wise, I started a new book on the recommendation of my friend and team member, sort of awesome team member, Lori Lynn. She texted me and she was like, listen to me. You have to read this book, Not the Witch You Wed by April Asher. Trust me, you'll love it. And she named all the romance tropes that are in it. It's a romance mm-hmm, novel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Am I the witch that you wed? <laughs> yep, you sure are. Okay. You are the you witch. You want to see wed. my magic wand? <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't even plan that one out. That just happened. (laughs) Just happened. This is by April Asher. And as I was telling you earlier, it's in the same vein as Charlene Harris's, or is it Charmaine Harris's? um, Or is it Charlene? uh, Or us? True Blood series. The actual novels that the HBO series, which is one of my guiltiest of guilty pleasures, is based off of. Yeah, the early seasons, especially. This is a supernatural romance. Okay. Who's a vampire? Who's a werewolf? There's the van. Okay. The male main character is a, they don't call him a werewolf, but he is a wolf. A lichen. He's a, a shapeshifter. A wolf shapeshifter, which let's uh, be honest, it's a werewolf, right? Scum of the earth. No. How dare you? Was Sam a werewolf? Nobody changed it to a dog, not a wolf. And a dog is a werewolf. So we have two werewolf pets. I need you to understand. I need you to understand. You're violating literature. The main character is, they don't call him a werewolf. There's no werewolves in this universe. That's fine. Quit calling him one. I never said that. I said he's a shifter. He's like the alpha of the, he's, listen to me. This is the best part. I'm going to pause this and rewind it and play it back for you. And then, and then I'm going to throw your microphone out into the dirt. (laughs) Listen to me. The mailman character. Is the, the mailman character? The male main character. Is his name Dan? Because we know a male woman whose name is Dawn. Is this Dan? The mailman character? Why are you trying to get me off track? <laughs> the what? male. I thought that's what we've been doing for months now. <laughs> for two years. Yeah. The male main character is the alpha of the North American pact of all of the shifters. And the shifters are not have just... time with delivering mail. <laughs> What an exhausting... I mean, I would guess at the end of a day of delivering mail, you're, the last thing you want to do yep. is try to rein in a bunch of rowdy, shifting werewolves. Right? I know. But he's a, he shifts into a wolf. And evidently has time for frivolity and sexual naughtiness. Well, apparently, I'm only about halfway through the book. Nothing... nothing um, Physical has happened yet, but there's mm. the tension is but building. You know it has to. Yeah, the tension's building. The female main character belongs to the most prominent witches family in the oh, United it's States. Romeo and Juliet. But listen, she herself, she's the oldest of a set of triplets, and she's like think she's a magical dud like her magical powers never came in but then in the book they start to come in oh, because of the because of the love wolf shifter the wolf yes. shifter love awoke her powers yes you guys i know it sounds dumb while i'm telling you about it and if you like dumb cheesy supernatural romances that'll just keep you just reading and or listening which is how i've been reading it not the witch you wed is a really fun ride okay I am here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. That's what she said. (laughs) Music-wise, we've had some listens that we want to point out. Uh, I am obsessed, and I cannot underline, emphasize, and bold that enough. You underlined that in red. Oh, that's spell check. Yeah. I'm telling you, I am obsessed with the song, Stick Season, by the artist Noah. I'm going to say Kahan. It could be Kahan. Kahan. Okay, K- That's how a redneck could say it. Yeah. You look here, Mr. Kahan. K-A-H-A-N. I found it on the TikTok. It's blowing up all over the place, Spotify and elsewhere. I even sent it to you, and mm-hmm. I told you earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was one of the most romantic things of recent history when I realized. That- I used 
a red lippy, and I wrote the lyrics on my chest and ass and ran around the neighborhood naked. Okay, that would be psychotic, not romantic. Damn, I always get those two confused. No wonder you keep leaving. <laughs> Whose house is this we're in anyway? It was I just keep following you. So romantic to me that I sent you that song. You didn't say a word to me about it, but then later I discovered that you had added it to your like songs on Spotify. I find it fascinating that that's what you keyed in on because along with that, I actually listened to about a good hour and a half's worth of their other work, none of which I found mm-hmm. acceptable. Well, and I and you told me that earlier, and I, I did tell you that I was also, because this is going to be an upcoming Awesome of the Week for me, obviously I'm obsessed with it, I told you that I was doing some side reading, some side googs. Side boobing. Side boobs about Noah Kahan. Kahan. I feel like it probably is Kahan. I don't know, um, but that's how I'm going to say it. And he felt like the stick season song that he wrote is, he wrote it. It's him actually coming into his own and writing the kind of music he's always wanted to write. And I, can, I can get that. Yeah. And I think we can sense that. Even if it's something we don't like, I think we can sense authenticity mm-hmm. in something. Yes. And it's always better. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. So if you're listening to this, you've got a little heads up on an upcoming awesome of the week, but you yourself, sorry, I, I just, you just smacked the I crap out of your own computer, own computer screen. Uh, you found your own song that you're digging this week. I did. So I, I kind of, for the last several months have just let Spotify have her chance to Ooh. dazzle me with what she's suggesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to skip through if it sucks, but I'll let her at least start it and see, is this, is this what, if I showed you something interesting, would you be interested? And may, I, may I say this? What? I think it's good you're doing that now because in a few... Because in a few years I'll be dead because I'm so old? In a few short weeks, you're going to be driving not just one, but two of your daughters to school. And I know you love to play those playlists when you're going to get them and bring them home. It's my preference to find things that I'm pretty sure they won't like. Yeah, make them listen to it. Well, better yet, when the the music's not that good, they're like, I'd rather talk than listen to this. And so it kind of forces them to engage with me. It's so what'd you find? It's a plan. It's a ploy. Um, it's a song called Wake Up by Run River North. The first, this is so bizarre to me. It's a two and a half minute song. Um, the first 30 seconds, and I actually bothered to look because it was just so odd to me. The first 30 seconds I thought sucked. Mm-hmm. And I was I was hovering over the, the next button. Sure. Um, which is, I guess, this current generation's version of slamming the phone down. Yes. Since they don't have that anymore. Right. And then all of a sudden it changed. And I enjoyed it. What was it? We were talking about it with Daisy. What, what is it? This song sounds very oh, something. You'll know. Listen to it. You'll yeah. know. After the 30, 31 second mark, it kicks into something. And you'll be like, this is a copycat of another thing. It's not a great song, but it's a good song. It's a song you should have on your... On your, for summer. on your radio, on your old wooden radio. It's when you're not listening to baseball games, you can listen to this. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's a great summer song. Add it to your summer playlist. You yeah. will not be sorry. Or your early fall playlist if you're slow to hear this episode. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be pretty far behind if you're listening to this in September. People do things the way they do. That's right. Just like we would prefer to stream a whole series on Netflix rather than watch one episode a week. Sure. Yeah. No judgment. All the judgment. No. Yes, I prefer to judge. Okay. So let's talk about some lifestyle things. Okay. Earlier this week, I or last week now as the people listen, I sat you down and I was like, listen, 
Which I immediately didn't do. Yeah. So this is going to be a brand new conversation for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting back into my fragrance era. I was real into them, then life and stuff and things, and I just kind of fell out of the, the groove of finding perfumes. I like to shop the indie houses that I was into. I just, I don't know. I'm not going to try to justify it. I just fell out of the thing well, of it. Part of being into things that are indie is that you're claiming individuality. Yeah. So every once in a while, you have to be like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's right. And that's what you did. There you go. And you said it that way. I did. I finally, finally purged through my collection of samples from various indie perfume houses. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting back into it. And so I was entertaining myself and Easy there, Tiger. <laughs> this is a family show. No, it's not. Right? You never listen with your kids to the show. No, no. You never know what's gonna happen. Um I did a little YouTube searcheroo for discussion on fragrances and I found Guy, look, this is not... You found a guy and you're leaving me? Yes. This has been, been a long con for me to be able to tell you. I've known the time has all come. along that you were just waiting until I'm, your Ryan Gosling came along. I'm leaving you for a guy whose YouTube channel is called Fragrance Bros. <laughs> Fragrance Bros? That sounds like a real... <laughs> I bet his chest is crazy hairy yeah. and he has a gold chain with an eagle with like two oddly placed diamonds on the eagle. Yes. No, wait, that was my uncle. Yeah, it was, actually. Yeah. His name is Dick. Yep, Uncle Dick. And I'm not even making that up. he's still alive. He is. He is. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y dot com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As far as I know. Yeah, he is. I haven't seen him in a while. He is, he is. Maybe Um, I should call and check on him. No, you're not going to do that. You've never called him. He'd be like, what is happening? If I did... Immediately when he answered, I'd scream, Dick! Is that you? (laughs) So I found this channel, Fragrance Bros, and I'm not sad about it because he has a really good intro, like Fundamentals, Foundations of Fragrances series. Uh, He has many, and I mean hundreds of videos. Hollywood director. No, he's just a YouTuber. I feel like I said Hollywood with that 
a little bit of a heavy H in there. You did. You did. He's just a YouTuber. He just does like reviews and talks about like fragrance stuff. Like it's his hobby, clearly. Yeah. Maybe even his business. Maybe I don't know. even his passion. Yes, yeah, definitely his passion. And in one video that I chanced upon, he talked about the differences between three categories of fragrances. And I was like, oh my gosh, this explains so much. It's so obvious to me. But to be able to quantify it in this way was very meaningful. Those three categories are sugar, smoke, and cat urine. No. If by cat urine, you mean cedar. Maybe. Well, kind of. And that's a thing. When you live in a, a place that gets warm, mm-hmm. like it does here. Yeah. At some point in time in your life, you have smelled cat urine in a cedar bush, and that's an unmistakable scent. I know. I have myself smelled it. On purpose. <laughs> I had to drag you away. It was embarrassing for me and everyone else at the mall. Okay. The three categories he talked about are designer fragrances, uh-huh. niche, and indie. Now, I've always wrestled with, is it? niche or niche or niche or mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure what you said's right that it's niche mm-hmm. but that's a troubling word that was just a freebie in yeah. the episode i'll continue up, i grew up redneck that i am in texas and oklahoma oklahoma calling texas. it niche calling it niche okay <laughs> however as a as a grown adult i began to hear people saying niche and i was like oh niche well, makes more sense the bourgeois people the bougie Okay, listen. Or the Bujich. Here's the thing. I don't know. Now In I'm my... confused with the pronunciations. You ready? I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I like to have your attention, and you keep looking at the microphone. That's why I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> In my whole life, up until the past few years, I thought I didn't like fragrances, perfume specifically, because... You my... had a different niche? Mm-hmm. Basically, my only exposure to them was the designer, quote-unquote designer, which is to say uh, the kind that you can get at the perfume counter at Dillard's. Dracar Noir. <laughs> That's more drugstore, but okay. Well, it, that wasn't always the case. That's true. And that's an important thing to point out, is that when it comes to designer fragrance, even though it bears the label designer, it's actually mass-produced. It's It's actually pronounced designer. (laughs) Stop it. Listen to me. I know we've already had this conversation, so you're bored. I'm not bored. bored. I love to harass you. Okay. But listen. It's kind of my thing. I know. Designer fragrances, the kind you can get at the mall. Or designers. You're angry. Your face is red. Just tell me about your designers. I'm just trying to finish my freaking sentence. You have a long story, and there's a lot of interruptions left. Don't get angry now. (laughs) Designer fragrance is by design generic. Or generique. (laughs) Or generique. Yes. It's, It's all where you put the emphasis. Yes. It's made to have mass appeal. And so mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be appealing to the masses, there's nothing particularly distinctive about it. Can I interject something that has nothing to do with pronunciation? All right. <clears throat> I, would, I would argue that it isn't, at least any longer. Maybe originally the focus was, let's be appealing to everyone. Mm-hmm. I think the focus now is, let's be not offensive to as many people yes, as we possibly can exactly. be. I would agree with that 100%. Okay. I thought I didn't like perfumes because my only exposure was to designer, which is actually not 
you think designer is going to be like, ooh, it's elite. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 just re- very refined. It's very um, elevated. But no, that's not the case. There is a category called niche, which I want to come back to. Mm-hmm. But there's also indie, which is what I have been immersed in the world of via um, uh, the subreddit that I found. It's been very helpful. The indie perfume houses are going to be your perfume and fragrance houses that are literally like one to like, I don't know, it's a small team of people who are creating the fragrances, who are doing everything. They're creating the fragrances. They're bottling them. They're marketing them. They're I doing drew the, my own logo. Exactly. They're, yeah. they're creating. It's, it's DIY. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneur. Okay. Then what I did not know, and I feel ignorant, but also elated to have discovered this. There's this category called niche, which is a company, an actual brand. And I think I came into this via Sniff, which has which makes the summer uh, summer moon. Or is it Sniff? <laughs> it's Sniff. Okay. It's not that bougie. Um, which makes the summer moon perfume that I've been wearing all summer, which is a brand. It's an it's a fragrance house. I spray that in my lawn mowing shoes when I'm done. Do you? I do. So you can smell like the perfume of, or the scent of the pool at the Miami Boutique Hotel? It was mainly no. to get rid of the foot stink, but now the dogs have been making love to my shoes, so it's evidently pretty powerful. I'm an idiot. You, no, you're not. I'm an idiot, and I couldn't even really pay attention to that, because I realized I said summer moon, but what I mean is strawberry moon. Strawberry moon. Well, when that's I said it, obviously occurs in the summer. When I said it, I was like, that's not right. And so my brain started checking out of the current conversation so I could think of what the actual thing was. There's a lot of moons in our life. We've had a long-term relationship with Goodnight Moon. One of Daisy's instructors, last name, before she got married was Moon. There's a lot of moons, so I can see how it would be confusing. Okay. Anyway, the niche perfume and fragrance category is... A sort of, it's not designer because it's not mass produced. Right, However, right. It's what designers should have been if they were accurate to thank their name. You. Yes, that's what I've been trying to say and have been bumbling and being mis- interrupted by a prick. Yes, mislabeling things. Not a prick with a beard. I'm not agreeing to that. But I just, you I've been trying to yes. like use a word, a lot of words to say this. But yes, what you would think of as designer, you would think it's like very, what's the word? It's not just elite, it's like designer. It's like specialized. A special? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Is this niche perfume market? I don't have a single niche perfume in my whole collection. Um, they're kind of pricey. So. That's how you know it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just have been immersed in the whole world of fragrance and perfume and smell. And I've even been doing some searching on the TikToks. TikTok has a niche for everyone. Including a niche for giving away all your personal data. <laughs> I mean, you say it like that, but, but you and I true. both have the TikTok on our we phone. We know it's true. And we are giving it away because the only thing... I actually store counter intelligence on my phone. Mm. So right now, China is preparing to invade Uzbekistan. <laughs> because of your TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> So, can I interject another thought? Please do, yes. I feel like the path that you have been down with this is what I find quite fascinating in the world, and that is discovering the actual language system of the place where you've been. 
it's always eye-opening. Just yes. like, just like, and both of us thought, well, surely designer would be the the higher end, but that's not how the language system works in this world. Right. And so, learning the language now, you know, oh no, no, niche is what is the premier thing. Well, now, how much easier is your life as you go forward? So much easier. to search out. I want something special, yeah. not just designer things. I want good. Wonderful, unique, all of that, and now you know how to find it. Exactly. This is that speaks a a true message to me. I'm mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you sounded really plussed by all that. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, you dick. I didn't say any of that. You didn't have to say it. Your eyes buzzed around in your head and spelled it with Morse code. <laughs> It's because I had more than one, maybe like one and a half shots of Uzo before we started recording. Uzo. Uzo. You can't even pr- Listen. Pronounce. Pronounce. Yeah, I know. Pr- pronounce it. I'm not doing pronounce great. Pronounce it. I'm not doing great on pronunciation. You're fine. But the Uzo stories that have been posted in the, the Awesome Today group yeah, yeah. have been wildly entertaining. There's always good stuff in there. Yeah. I pity the fool who doesn't join the group. I agree. You've been. That was an uncomfortable pause. It was just a moment, but the combination of the pause and the way you looked at me, I felt very guilty. You've been doing a little bartending, a little kitchen bartending. That's what I like to do. Well, honestly, it's what you like for me to do. Yes. Every day, sadly, as our doctors will find out soon enough, you say, (laughs) Pour me a drink. Pour me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I no, go no. insane. You've never had a hurricane. No, I never have. And if you had, you'd never ask for one again. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you have been doing some mixology in the kitchen. A little bit, a little bit. I usually am just like, give me something with a little vodka in it, or I want something with pickles. Or gin, or pi- <laughs> you like pickles. Uh, this was, you have never asked for pickles until I introduced you to, I don't know what, I guess we'd call it a pickle teeny yeah yeah so you're what's your favorite kind of pickle bread and butter bread and butter pickles they're sweet they're mm-hmm. they're tasty well i found some that were also spicy zesty zesty even. they said yes which is the italian word for spicy yes or something right isn't that where olives are from italy yep well, it's one of the places. Yeah, some of the other. I mean, the Middle East was like, hey, we have them too, but they don't have any good drinks over there, except for Uzo. And that's not the Middle East. <laughs> called Greece the Middle East. <laughs> I corrected. Okay. Um, so I, I saw those pickles, and I knew you'd want them, and I didn't buy them for drinks. I bought them for another thing we had, but then we had them. And we've we've done some weird versions of pickle teenies in the past, but I made you a martini with gin as one would do, mm-hmm. and dry vermouth and the pickles, the zesty bread and butter pickles. And you loved it. I loved it. And anybody that's familiar with the world of martinis has heard of a vodka martini. Mm-hmm. And when we ran out of gin, because you drank it all, then I made you the vodka teeny. Yes. In fact, it's Tito's vodka, and we called it the Tito teeny. Yeah. The, the Tito pickle teeny. Yeah. There's because all kinds of variations. We Even when we don't have the pickles. We're trying to give names to things. Yeah, right? yeah. It's pretty good. fun with it. It's very good. It's highly drinkable. 
We, we make them dirty. So you put just a little bit of the oh, pickle yeah. juice in there Definitely. into your shaker. And I recommend everyone should oh, have a shaker. You love a shaker. You feel like your Tom Cruise freaking cocktail in there. On, oh, you're yeah. standing on the kitchen I mean, counter. You shake it hard enough. It feels like you're in the 1930s and you have one of those fat jiggling machines to help you lose weight. <laughs> yes. It's like, look at me. I may be drinking, but I'm exercising. Yes, exactly. Even when the drink doesn't require the shaker, you're like, oh, I'm putting oh, in I'm this shaking shaker. the hell out of this. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So those have been enjoyable. I do think this has continued to be the summer of gin. We've we really yeah. have explored so many gins. Yeah. And and if people people probably aren't aware. We typically what for the last four or five years at least have had a predominant drink of the summer. Right, right, right. And so right. that you didn't just say that loosely, like, oh summer no. of this because we yeah. had a thing one time. Yeah. Um no, that's we often pick a theme. A theme. It's thematic. Explore all the additives, the absence of them. Yeah. It's been good. It's been good. Um, you did last night something that you have been both putting off and also anticipating. That's right. With I lit the neighbor's house on fire. Nope. No fires in our neighborhood. No accelerants required. It's been super dry here. Oh, my gosh. We can't. We can't continue on like this. Oh, we can't. The ground is burned to a crispy crisp. You know, some people would complain about that. And I'm no Pollyanna, <laughs> if anybody hadn't figured that out. <laughs> but I'll tell you what I love. Yeah. No. And that's every Saturday not mowing the damn yard. It's all dead. It's all dead. Look at it. There's like five or six remaining sprigs of weed that stick up. Yeah. Well above the rest of the yard, and it looks hideous to the neighbors, which I appreciate. You know what I like? I like to look around at our neighbors and be like, we're the eco-conscious ones. That's right. We'll not be using up the water oh, supply At 11.30 at night, our watering system didn't kick on. <laughs> we don't have a watering system. Our we watering do. system is it's manual. a jackass with a hose. <laughs> it's look, the worst watering system ever. Me and you on the Myers-Briggs... Uh, understanding of personality, neither of us are sensing types or intuitive types. Mm -hmm. So the, um, I'm just going to use a Gen Z word. The aesthetic details are not as important to us. It depends. You, it depends what we're referencing. Okay. Because I could give a, I knew a good GD about what my yard looks like. Yeah. But that's from experience, not so much personality type. I did, in fact, run a lawn mowing business say, as a youth. You burned out all of your interest in lawnscape, lawnscaping? Lawn, lawn yarding? Yep. Landscaping and lawn care in your earlier version of life. Literally. From the time I was in fifth grade until my second year of college, I mowed more yard mm -hmm. than most people will across two generations in their family. You have no F's left to give. Oh, I have them, and I'm not giving them. <laughs> not to the yard. These are my F's now, boy. You've had all of them you're getting. <laughs> So, what the heck were we talking about? Okay, so yes, last night you did accomplish a thing that you have, like I said, both been putting off but also looking forward to. Mm -hmm. And that was. It had to do with, with landscaping. Instead of landscaping, it is popularly known as. Clipping your hairs on your nethers. Manscaping. Well, women can do it too. That's ladiescaping. Is it? I've never heard that term. I just made it. And I'm skeptical. <laughs> but you did. I did. And it's just funny, and it may have it may have actually played in. Um, of an evening, mm -hmm. it's not uncommon for us to scroll through the TikToks. I love the TikTok. 
it was hot as hell yesterday evening. Yeah. But we did that, smoked, you went inside, I continued to scroll through, and I saw one. It's probably, I don't know, it's probably a couple years old. I don't know. Is TikTok that old? <laughs> it maybe is like from last year. I've seen some 2021s it, come Here's up. what it is. Here's what it is. Okay. The video clip that was shared is at least oh, a couple okay. years old. Oh, okay. If it's somebody else's yeah, clip, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, okay. wasn't a, it wasn't a homemade job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Um, and it was Jim Carrey being interviewed on a okay. somebody's night show, and he had a big beard yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was commenting. Somebody asked him about why why did you grow a beard and and he said in response something to the effect of that's not the weird part the weird part is i grew a beard but i still trim my balls Hmm. and maybe that was the motivation and yeah hey all uh all pride aside the balls got trimmed along with other things good lord (laughs) like anybody didn't know that's what we're referencing (laughs) i know that's what man's Manscaped, the company, yeah. has built their it's whole thing around. It's not like you go buy clippers and trim everything except your balls. That's <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> As Nico would say, what the hell? What the hell? That's weird. He says <laughs> it like a German. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that happened. Now, we were... We were... I, I, I have extremely... And I'm not going to say balls, so don't let your mind go there. I have extremely hairy arms and legs. Mm-hmm. And to the degree, it's it's bizarre to me because it's like it never stops growing. Mm-hmm. I noticed this about my dad when I was a young oh, man. The hair right. on his arms, you could pull mm-hmm. it to length and it'd be like two and a half, three inch long mm-hmm. crazy ass hairs. It's like that hair shouldn't grow that long. Right, right, right. And so I've, since high school, I've trimmed... Yeah. Arm hair, at least clippered it, not like no, no, no. all the things. But but, clippered it down. Yeah. Um, where, where the hell was I going with this? I don't well, know. Well, as we get older, then you. Oh, you yeah, do yeah, yeah. So I trimmed my legs mm-hmm. along with my balls. I, again, that's already out in the open. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that happened. But I trimmed the leg on, the leg on my hairs. <laughs> that's not how it worked. Each hair did not have a leg. That would have been a <laughs> genocide. The hairs on my legs, I trimmed down. But then today, as we were sitting in here visiting, I kept looking down and seeing spots that I missed. You kept right into the bathroom, do a little more trimming. Hey, hang on. Let me go get the manscapers. They failed me. Yeah. And we began the discussion about... How, when you get older, the vision impairment Mm. of aging, it affects everything. You were talking about in terms of... With the places you'd missed as you were, yeah, as you were manscaping, but it honestly, and I'm being 100 percent serious about this. It's getting to the point where, like, I can't even enjoy scrolling my phone first thing in the morning because I don't have my glasses, and I'm like, I can't read any of this. You need an iPad that doubles as a phone. Yeah, I literally have started thinking instead of bringing my phone down when I get up in the morning, I should bring my iPad so I can just freaking read. Yeah, we were. We were definitively the generation that was responsible for the miniaturization of everything. Yeah. I feel it's like it's as we age that it's going to be everything getting big over again because we're the ones, we're the last, mm. no offense, except no apologies either to every generation after ours. I mean, we're the last generation that actually went out in full force as humanity and had a job. It's after us that everybody's like, well, I went to college and then I moved back home with my parents and didn't do shit. That's wildly untrue. It's actually pretty true. No, it's, it's not, not everybody. It's not all of them. You don't know how old we are compared to the majority of others. 
adults right you now. You might be surprised you what I don't know. You think you're like still 33. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I know that I'm getting ready to turn 37. Okay. <laughs> for the 10th time. Yes, yes, yes. We are Gen X. And can I just, this wasn't even in the notes, but can I say this? Yes, I will permit it. Last night. I was reading on... After Netflix and chill? (laughs) You didn't think I was going to remember to embarrass you, did you? I didn't think you did, but you did. I did it. You remembered it. I grabbed my reading glasses, and Mm -hmm. I was reading the very small print on Reddit on my phone. On the bottle of slippery stuff. No. What does it say? Nope, nope, nope. I've applied it wrong. (laughs) It's not supposed to go on your shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my gosh. Okay, I was on the out of the loop subreddit. You which I love Reddit. I love I love Reddit. that you love Reddit. I learn a lot from there. Shut it's up. Probably, it's probably not the best place to learn. Well, I'm entertained by a lot there. Okay. I guess most of the things I find on there are the things that are notable. Okay. And I would say that's not true about like Facebook or even Instagram these days. Well, you can't. Everything I find on Facebook or Instagram, I'm like, I already saw this on Reddit or TikTok. I saw this, and this is an ad. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, on Reddit, I was reading the Out of the Loop subreddit, and this person, bless her heart, she's a self-described millennial, was asking for people to divine, to find, not divine, (laughs) they get your waters. (laughs) I want you to find a divining rod and get some damn water. like three people that thinks that's funny and two of them are me and two you. of them are right here <laughs> whoever the third one is if you're not already an awesome today member you should be <laughs> this person was asking out of the loop subreddit to define gen z humor now you and i we have two children well i mean all of our kids i guess are technically gen z although nico may be gen alpha i don't know what the thing is he's yeah he's he's his own something. thing but Daisy and AJ think things are hilarious, and their friends think that things are hilarious that I literally don't understand. There's literally no comedic value. No, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, don't try to understand the humor of the youth. You're not going to get it. Like, reject it and make fun of them. That's yeah, the best Yeah, or just answer. ignore it. It's not for you. You know what I mean? Well, yes and no. Okay, well, this lady who, again, self-described millennial in her whole many paragraphs long post... My name is Jane, and I'm a millennial. She was like, like an AA meeting. No, but she was like, I understand what boomers think is hilarious, blah blah blah, millennials. And then she was like, I don't know that much about Gen X because I never hear about them. And then I was like, okay, that's fine. That's all of us. There's Mm -hmm. all of my friends. Literally, we're the ones working and paying the taxes. Yes. I don't, I do not understand this cultural meme of like everyone forgets about Gen X because like it's not like we're, there's like five of us. Right. No. There's so many of us. Later in history, we will be recognized as the greatest generation. <laughs> Just never heard from them. They'll look back at well, the the previous placeholder for that and they'll be like, yeah, I mean, they were close and they were necessary yeah. for Gen X to... To be the answer. I feel like we're probably just too chill to be noticed. Like, well, I mean, if you think about all the things, yeah, we were we were the generation that raised ourselves by street lamp. Absolutely, yes, and that even know what a street lamp is. A hundred percent. So uh, yeah, we're 
we we act like we've been there. We're not out rah rah celebrating ourselves for doing the damn thing that everybody should have done. Yeah. Though apparently nowadays everybody gets a trophy for participating and all that. So yes, they want to be celebrating. Yeah. All the time. We were over there eating orange slices and grape crush, and then puking after soccer. That's practice. right. Well, it was actually watermelon and Welch's grape soda. But yeah, they same mix up same impact combo. Yes. <laughs> and it was a soccer game, not a practice. I always mix it up, but look, nobody was caring. It's okay. Games were like practice to us because, by God, we were serious about life. I'm just saying to you that just because we're chill doesn't mean we're non-existent, okay? We're, I wouldn't even say it's that we're chill. I think we are stoic. I absolutely agree that stoic is a great way to describe Gen X. It's got to be something pretty damn violent for us to celebrate and don't you think that it's true that like we're i'm just speaking for me and you we live together in a family unit in a family unit with yeah you said unit too by the way two predominantly influenced by gen z culture humans yeah and we don't worry about it. Yeah, like, whatever yeah. they want to do with their hair, fine. Whatever thing they think is yeah. fashion, fine. We're not, like, wringing our hands or trying to understand what they think is funny. This is why I think they're so desperate mm-hmm. in their responses to things. Because one of them would show up with, ooh, look, I want to, either I want to or I did dye my hair green. We're like, okay, so what? Yeah. They got no rise out of us over that. That's and so thing. now they're just, like, panicked. We're chill. We're unflappable, if you will. Oh, I'm flappable. <laughs> oh, I'm flappable. I'm flappable. All right. Don't believe me? I will be flapped. Yes. I've been, I've been flapped. I got flapped twice last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's save this last topic for another day. You sure? Yeah. We got time. All right, let's just talk we about it real time. fast then. Okay. You know you want to. Introduce it. There's an awesome who I know. I'm not going to out her because she didn't ask to be outed in this conversation. She's of the right generation. She is of the right generation. She wouldn't care if you did out her, but it's okay. Yeah, there's an awesome, and she posted this in in the Not Awesome Today group. (laughs) I wish there was a group for Not Awesome Today. (laughs) Damn. This is going dark. Oh my gosh, someone make a not awesome today yeah. group. I've, I've made too many. I've reached my max. So I can't make any more groups. <laughs> no more groups. Um, no, in a group that's awesome adjacent, but it's mm-hmm. not awesome today. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she posed the question, like, if you grew up in a, a, a singular Christian denomination, talk, share with me, please, about your experience of going and visiting churches that are outside of your denomination. And we, that piqued our interest, and we had a good conversation around it, because certainly... It's the roadmap to hell. Nope. No, no, not that. It no. is the roadmap of our experience, though. Yes, and we're going to hell. Well, That's I'm, what I meant. I'm confident no, there are we're not. more than a few people that would be like, yes. Well, it's sure, and they're wrong. It's okay. That's all right. Uh, Most people in my life are wrong. Hell does it exist, so... <laughs> Don't at me. Um, but truly, it is. It, if you have that um, tradition, if you have that comfort level, that familiarity with a particular way of worship, it can be a little jarring. We'll call it a habit. Call it the thing you're used to. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, What else? Well, I'm just saying that that you and I talked about how it is. it is hard to 
be like, this is the denomination I grew up in. This is, this is the belief system that I've embraced my whole life. And yet I recognize this is no longer where I personally fit spiritually. Or just that you want to check. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. What else is going on? Exactly. Yes. We, uh, it's no mystery any longer. So I feel like it's okay to say it. We converted Mm -hmm. from, well, we started in a Protestant faith. We danced through many different Protestant churches. And right. then at the end of, goodness, what was it, a five-year period? Five years, uh-huh. Ended up being Catholic. Yes. And we live in a part of the country where that's a very low percentage mm-hmm. of Christians. Yeah. Um, and even to the degree that there is an excessive amount of anti-Catholicism, and especially within families, mm-hmm. it seems like. And yeah. so we we experienced some losses through making that decision. And I think the fairest thing to say, when, when you're... So anybody only ever has a, a friend, however soft of a friend that may be, it's mm-hmm. through commonality, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What's your common ground? Right. And if your common ground for a friendship was a shared religious perspective... And you begin to monkey with that. Yes. There's going to be some really immature people that just can't make that leap with you. Right. That's tough. It is hard. It really is. And I think we've talked about this on on the end of being the person who goes a different path, how hard it is to lose those friendships and or the the closeness and relationship versus the pleasure of being the one that (laughs) devastates someone else (laughs) with your small-mindedness burn it down yeah just scorch the earth it's over here's your damn casserole dish get the hell out of my house yeah but on the other end truly you didn't even i liked it i liked it i had i had this idea of you just like flinging someone's casserole dish out into the street I do, and it's preferably a material that doesn't shatter quite so easily, yeah. but it did crack, and the next time Ooh. they try to bake that thing, it's yeah. going to shatter in the oven, okay. and it'll waste the whole That's, meal. Screw you! That is needlessly vengeful. I'm just going to tell you, you right now. Are you kidding me? No. Okay. It's beautifully vengeful. Um, we also recognize that if you have like one strong thing in common with someone, and then they are the ones that go a different path... It's nor it's the normal human reaction to be like, well, it feels a little awkward now because we had sure. this thing in common that was a sort of foundational part of our friendship and or relationship, and now we don't have that in common anymore. It's it's going to be awkward a little it, bit. It's awkward because both parties, well, at least the the party that takes offense is forced to realize what was this relationship based on right and was that legitimate or not yeah was i just looking for somebody to provide me support for Mm. what i wanted to believe or is this actually my friend yeah and for the people that are actually your friends they'll never go away exactly you could you could do the most heinous of things they'll never go away exactly well i mean heinous oh i mean heinous ask me how i know (laughs) okay i would i would throw in too whether whether you're talking about church or anything else if if you're if you're questioning mm-hmm. to the point where you're considering, well, maybe I, I should look at another thing, then yes, Do you it. should. Yeah. You should look at all the things. Yeah. Not because you're looking for a thing to change to. 
ultimately because you need an answer. Yeah. Either I feel good about this or I no longer do. And the most important thing is your peace. Yes. And you'll find new friends if you leave the place and people are like, yeah, we can't be friends anymore. Well, there'll be plenty of idiots just like them. that are like, we can be friends now because you're at our place. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Exactly. I feel like I used a few voices this episode. That was a lot of voice acting. Are you ready to take over audiobook er- narrating at this point? Um, I have. It's on a channel called YouBoob. Okay. It's only partial side nudity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm just a narrator. Okay. Nobody Thanks. wants to see my side boob. I've asked. I've offered. In fact, I even showed it a few times and was asked to not do that again. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well... The youngest is waking up from his nap. I can hear him in there snorting a, and snuffling. I was going to say, I heard a snort. Yes. So, before all hell breaks loose, what should the people do in the meantime? Well, you should make a, a pickle teeny. Yes. Unless you hate pickles, and then don't do oh, that. Oh, who hates pickles? Well, some people hate pickles. Are you going to unfriend them now from yes, your church? Yes, our foundational your pickle part church? of our relationship. If you hate pickles, I'm sorry, but... You're out of here. I attend Pickle Church, so I'll still be your friend. Okay. Uh oh, we better go. Oh, we gotta go. Have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye bye. Bye bye. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.